On today's episode, we are talking about Mercury retrograde. Now, this is not our typical intro that we do, and frankly, it's not even our typical topic, but we were so excited, just pumped to get this episode out as quick as possible, that we've got Carolyn on the phone, and I'm in the studio, and we're going to give you a quick rundown on what Mercury retrograde is, we're going to tell you why we're even covering it, and then we'll get into our amazing interviewee. So Mercury retrograde happens three to four times a year. It is a period of time, I think it's usually about 10 days to two weeks, and it's a period where the planet Mercury looks like it is moving in reverse. Mercury actually is faster than a lot of the other planets. So it's kind of like if you had two cars on the road and one car's going faster, well, it kind of makes the other one look like it's going in reverse. Right. Like but if it's you're, not really. If you're on a two-lane highway, right, and you're going past, you're going faster than the person next to you. They look like they're actually going in reverse, but it's really just because your speed is that much higher. Right, but it's not really going in reverse. But that's just to give you a little background. We're talking about it because during these three to four periods, when it occurs during the year, it is become known as a time where things just can go a little bonkers or a little just things out of the norm may happen. Travel, um, you may have travel issues. There may be, you know, just just things pop up that aren't, you know, that are kind of beyond the normal kind of daily chaos or things you would expect. And um, actually, I had no clue about um, this until about two years ago when I just had kind of an off-the-wall week. Just three just randomly crazy things happened. Nothing bad, but just kind of kind of bonkers. And I shared it with someone I worked with. Um, and she said, oh, it's because Mercury's in retrograde. And I was like, what? But anyway, it was so <laughs> crazy that I thought, I need to know about this. So I went as far as putting like the next year, um, those dates of when it would occur again for the next year on my calendar. And now I'm just, uh, I'm kind of aware, um, or I like to be aware of it. So we decided to learn a little bit more if there was any kind of, or maybe like I've kind of been approaching it from a negative aspect or just kind of a worrisome aspect perspective. So we decided to, it's coming up. It starts September next, September 27th. So we decided to consult an astrologer to really understand what it is what's happening, should we worry about this, and kind of like, and it gave us a whole new perspective on just kind of what it is and how to approach it. Yeah, because we went into it thinking like, oh, okay, well, because things become weird or bonkers or there's, you know, something might go awry and and people will say, well, wait a minute, is, is Mercury like retrograding? Um, or is Mercury in retrograde is another way that people might put it. And so we thought, I wonder what it, what kind of impact it has on just your overall like mental wellness, right? Instead, we were ended up being very surprised and uplifted 
with how you should approach Mercury retrograde. So, you know, this is this is outside our typical, our norm, but it's really kind of fun. And I'm kind of actually excited about the 27th getting here, I think. <laughs> I'm going to remind you of that. I really am. When you say, oh, my gosh, guess what happened? It's Mercury retrograde and it stresses you out. I'm going to be like, you were excited about Mercury retrograde. Remember, you were. All right. Well, should so, we? Yeah. First part, she covers what it is and kind of all those preconceptions about it and then what to do with the time period. And then next week, we're bringing you the second half where she gets into things um, that affect like your health. And we ask her about COVID and we get a little deeper with some specific health um, issues and that kind of thing. Yeah, we talk about diet and exercise and kind of how you should approach those items during Mercury Retrograde. And she had some really awesome, awesome tips. I don't know. I think we should just dive in. Let's go. I'm so excited to introduce y'all to Valerie Messa. She is a Miami-based astrologer, soul coach, and writer. She writes daily love horoscopes for astrology.com and zodiac-related content for Elite Daily, ILY Magazine, and others. Messa's work has been featured on E! News, Women's Health, Broadly, Pop Sugar, and more. Valerie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. I have to say the idea of a soul coach, like it, it's one of those, it sounds so cool to me. And in my next life, maybe I will be smart enough to be able to do something like that. <laughs> I mean, I read that and I was like, oh, I could use a soul coach. I mean, I've got a therapist. I could use a soul coach too. <laughs> I kind of like how it sounds too, just because it's, um, I actually got my uh, spiritual life coach certifica certification recently, which isn't necessarily uh, licensed or, uh, you know, the usual, but it's more spiritual based. So I like calling it soul coach. And um, I have several peers of mine that refer to it that way as well. It feels comfortable. It feels right for me. I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> yeah, it seems very approachable. Very mm -hmm. approachable. Mm -hmm. Well, Valerie, can you tell us first of all, before we get into our topic today, how you even got into being a soul coach or into astrology? So growing up, I grew up in a very spiritual family. My grandmother uh, always had Walter Mercado on the TV. Um, my parents are Cuban. It was just references here and there. But I think that when it really officially started for me was when I moved in seventh grade to the home where my parents still live now, which I still call home. And there was a huge box of different books. And I found a Linda Goodman book that I fell in love with. And I took it with me everywhere. And I started talking to my friends about the signs. And I think more than anything, and I always say this, it gave me a sense of belonging because it gives you just that validation and that um, clarity as to why you see life the way that you do. And it's not that it's, you know, some people might look at it as, oh, you're, you're putting me in a box. I'm a Capricorn. That doesn't mean that I am a workaholic. And it's the truth. I mean, your sun sign barely scratches the surface, but it does remind you that you are unique in your own way. And that's what I like to show people in my practice and in what I do. That's my main passion is reminding people how special they are. We're all here for a reason. And um, astrology is one of the many tools uh, 
that help us cultivate self-awareness. I love that. I love the idea of people just wanting to be self-aware, but then also working on becoming more self-aware. Speaking of weird things, actually, that happened this week, I will say that last week, every Zoom call that I had with clients was terrible. Like, like it kept like this week I've had great success, but it was spotty all week that two separate clients of mine were like, we don't know what's going on with Zoom, but this week has been like a nightmare trying to figure Zoom out. I know it was weird. Anyway. Okay. So we were talking about her background. background. We were talking about awareness, which I love and validation. How did you uh, make it a career? It froze again. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it froze again. Okay. I see you guys again. Now you're back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm, I, this is so, this is a Mercury retrograde episode. <laughs> this is, you're so <laughs> right. <laughs> this that? is literally it. It's literally happening in real life, in real time. Valerie, how did you take this from an interest though to a career? Okay. So that is an even better question. I feel, cause I still sometimes ask myself the same thing. Um, I personally believe that everybody has their dharma and their purpose. I, I actually I studied public relations and marketing and I did that for many, many years here in Miami and I loved it. And then I ended up switching over to, uh, in the entertainment world, I worked at Telemundo NBC and there is where me, I kind of felt adventurous and I wanted to explore the realm of astrology. So I was able to not, not explore the realm of astrology because I already had, but I mean like really integrated into my job since I was in the editorial digital exclusives. So my bosses knew that I was into it and it was kind of like a, let's see how this goes. So I started writing articles about a Rihanna video, how it, you know, reminded me of her Zodiac sign or how, you know, I started integrating that with celebrity news. And then I had my own Facebook live franchise. I called it Astraliwood. It was so cute. Um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was so fun. And then I did a bunch of like different cool things and then I ended up getting laid off. So for me, it was almost like, and everything happens for a reason and that's so cliche, but I, it's the truth. I feel like the universe is always working in our favor. Rejection is God's protection. And I feel like I was placed, you know, into this just like black hole of like, okay, what now? And it's like, if there's just one thing I know how to do, it's astrology. And I had that, obviously that, that experience through marketing and through communication. So I am a one woman show, you know, writing, pitching articles, it kind of just all came together. And I started working for elite daily. I started contributing articles and just one thing led to another and it just became my full-time job. So cool. It sounds like there was a bigger plan at play and it just kind of unfolded the way it was supposed to. Absolutely. And what's funny is, you know, growing up again, I, I come from a spiritual family, which is ironic. I went to Catholic school, but yet we were always very about the universe and, you know, lighting a candle for a deity or it was all kind of connected. But once in a while, we did have our family, uh, you know, the psychic friend that would come over and, you know, be like, well, it's time to cleanse the house or, you know, this season is coming. And they would always tell my mom, you know, your daughter, this is her, this is her industry. She's going to do this for a living. And I would laugh because I, I had my Jenna rank from going on 30 vibes down. I was like, I'm going to do PR. I'm going to be, you know, in the city doing my thing. It's not, that's not going to happen. 
And she was right. <laughs> it did end up happening because this is literally what I do all the time. Wow. So yeah. I love that. You know, it was just a family thing. And I feel like I'm Cuban. So it's just very in our culture to have these superstitions or don't put your purse on the floor. So it's money doesn't go away or just little <gasps> things like that. And I kind of would giggle at it and it really just ended up happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. That is so cool. All right. Don't put your purse on the floor though. I'm remembering that. I'm tip. wondering <laughs> if I've been doing that in 2021, because I've had a boatload of unexpected expenses this year. Oh, that's not cool. Yeah. So I'm wondering if I put my purse on the floor. Yeah. I'm going to stop. We're going to stop doing that. <laughs> it's so silly, but it's so, it sticks with you. You're like, do, I tell my girlfriends, I'm like, don't put your purse on the floor. I'm never it's doing it again way. now. No, no. Well, someone <laughs> once told me too, they were like, don't close the toilet, put the toilet lid down. And I can't remember why, but I just remembered put the toilet lid down. And so now when I walk around my house, especially with my children, and I'm like always going and I'm like, put the toilet lid down. Put the toilet lid down. Oh, no. Man. Now I'm not going to know why I'm doing it, but I'm going to feel weird if I don't do it. Thank you, Briarly. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. So, Valerie, today we are so excited to talk to you about Mercury Retrograde. And um, well, let's I, start first. Like well, you just said, it Mercury retrograde. I learned it as Mercury in retrograde, but when we were doing research, we learned it's actually grammatically correct to say Mercury retrograde. Is that right? I feel like the Hallelujah bells need to come on because a lot of people <laughs> don't know that, and I get like you know, it's like a little peppy. It's like it's Mercury retrograde. Not so. You're absolutely right. It is Mercury retrograde because it can't. It, the the terminology of it isn't in, and it typically happens a lot like on um, online and stuff. But you're absolutely right. So no in, no in. All right, that's the first thing we've learned mm-hmm. okay. today. Sorry to well, no, we've actually learned a lot already. Yeah. But that in, in the context of Mercury retrograde. So we will definitely have some listeners who don't know what it is at all. So can you break it down? Um, and, and we don't know well, really. We've done we some don't. research. Just um, like the the highest level definition that, you know, that you would put out when you're writing an article to, you know, a, a non- People who know, maybe know their audience. sign. Like I know I'm, I'm a Libra, but I don't know much beyond that. Okay. Okay. So- Mercury, first and foremost, is the planet of communication. If you guys are familiar with astrology, I'm sorry, astrology, with mythology, he is Hermes, the messenger of the gods, the only god that was able to travel in and out of the underworld. He was resourceful. He was a trickster, though, as well, because he had a lot of knowledge. So it was kind of like that. uh, I hate to use the term street smart, but you know, kind of like when you have that ability to to figure things out, that's the, the mischief the mischief that comes with Mercury, just to give him a little bit of personality. Now, looking at him in terms of the logical mind and the more uh, techie stuff, because he does also rule technology, Mercury is almost essentially the software. It's like our human software, the updates, the data, the way we gather information, the way we relay a message. Right now, I'm using my Mercury to communicate with you guys. And my Mercury depends on how I perceive information and how that, obviously, my experiences are also influenced. I know I'm not trying to get too uh, philosophical here, but everybody has a different Mercury, which everybody understands and relays messages differently. Now, when Mercury retrogrades, it basically slows down. So the planet of communication, technology, data, mental processing, 
kind of takes a, a little bit longer to move. It goes in between the earth and the sun. So what this does is that it reflects onto our current reality and onto the collective. Personally, wherever Mercury is transiting through, like this Mercury retrograde that starts on the 27th is going to retrograde in the sign of Libra. Funny enough. We so are we both look Libras. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So this for Libras, which I, we can get into that later if you want, but for Libras, it's really about like your identity, how you want to portray your image, your sense of self. You know, maybe there can be a couple of, oh, I missed this uh, appointment or I forgot to, you know, do this little things like that. And that happens because Mercury slowing down, he's not working at his full potential. So it's almost like the things that we normally would pick up on and do by default, it kind of slips our mind. But that's also because it's encouraging us to go inward. And by inward, it's more emotional and uh, not so much emotional, like you're sentimental, but more just like your inner world. It helps you see things, believe it or not, from a different context and from a different perspective. But yes, while that is happening, there may be some glitches, there may be some miscommunications, but in reality, Mercury retrograde can actually be a great time to complete really tedious tasks that typically you have no time to work on because your everyday life or whatever. It's a good time to go inward, to reflect, to see things and, and really put yourself in a different uh just look at things differently. It's really um, enlightening if you take the time to go within and, and uh, if you know Mercury is going to retrograde, it's a good time to just be like, okay, I'm not going to sign any important contracts. I'm not going to make any important decisions, but I am going to check in with myself. And if there's a book that I have, I've had pending or that I want to write, I'm going to go revisit that. Okay. Everything that starts with the letters R and E, reflect, reevaluate, revisit, that is what Mercury retrograde is all about. I feel like I was all over the place with that. I hope it makes sense. How, you know, and I want people to know, I think people kind of have a very negative um, perception of Mercury in retrograde. And when I, I, I share with, with you earlier, when someone introduced it to me, it was not necessarily that bad things were happening. It was that it was just been this week and it was just like these three or four or five like off the wall, like not bad, but just things that one would have been weird to occur. But, you know, and um, that's when I, you know, shared it with someone with actually a, a, a someone I work with, which I would never usually do. And she was like, it's Mercury retrograde. Um, <laughs> so is it And I, but I think yet yeah, people I think people have a negative very negative perception or it, that it's going to be bad things so it's just more kind of blips in communication miscommunication or it's what is it okay. it's a break it's a break and and the reason i like to use the human software example is because perfect example technology we can't live without our smartphones what happens when you haven't updated your phone or when your notifications haven't come in? It's like, you need to reboot and, and we all need to reboot. And Mercury is a symbol of the mind. I think that, um, and I do this too, as an astrologer for fun, it's very easy for astrology to become uh, a source of entertainment. So we use the 
um, tricky aspects like Mercury retrograde that are notorious for making things go wrong as we make it bigger than what it is, right? Which it's okay, it's funny, but it's not really the case. It could be a very productive time if you consciously use it to your benefit, whether it be a workout routine that you've been wanting to start or perhaps, you know, wanting to eat better or wanting to be more mindful of something. You also want to look at where, for instance, this Mercury retrograde that officially kicks off on the 27th, it's from the 27th through the 18th. However, since September the 6th, it's already in its pre-retrograde shadow, which is why a couple of you started feeling stuff. Did you guys feel stuff then? This, well, we were saying, we're jumping all okay, over the place. So let's give our listeners some context. We are recording this on Friday, September 17th. We, Briarly and I went to lunch before then, or actually we, then we came to the studio with our producer, Les, and Briarly and I had already said, this has been an off the wall week. It's <laughs> been crazy. And then we got here and Les, who is calm, collected, laid back, organized, like, kind of gives us back. therapy, like was, was not his usual self was like, this week has been crazy. So we were going to ask you toward later, but let's go ahead now. Um, is anything going on right now? <laughs> There's actually a lot going on. And, and I think it's also interesting that you guys are both Libras because Mercury is in Libra and is retrograding in Libra. So pre-retrograde shadow means September the 6th, Mercury was passing through a degree that it's going to retrograde over. Now, zero through 29 are the degrees in astrology, not to get too technical, but if it's moving over a degree that it's going to go backwards on, it's almost like the, the themes and the situations that may have come up during that time will more than likely come up when it retrogrades. So it's always good to kind of keep an eye out, but you guys were going to feel it even more being Libras. Wait, so wait, it's wait. no coincidence at all. So like, some of the incidents that I had this week. They're going to repeat themselves. They're, they're going to repeat themselves? Because I can't think I can handle so, that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, be, don't worry. If, you already, if it already happened, it'll work out just fine, right? The RE, repeat, reevaluate, reflect, reassess. Things tend to come back around. You know, something that astrologers sometimes use for entertainment purposes because it's true and it's funny is that X's kind of resurface during Mercury retrograde. You get that text that says, hey, and you're like, wow, I haven't heard from you in a really long time. Why are you texting me? Because things from the past tend to come back around. Now, just to give you an example, if you around the 6th of September were signing a contract or doing an important job or something along those lines, it's possible that you may revisit that. It doesn't have to be a bad thing, but you may revisit that during the retrograde period. Okay. okay. I'm looking up what happened on the 6th right now. I'm, I'm looking at my <laughs> I calendar. I was looking for my agenda. <laughs> I'm impressed if you can remember. Well, I don't. That's why I had to look at my calendar. It was Labor Day. Um, okay. So hold on, though. You said something, Valerie, that I thought was really interesting. Um, and I'm going to kind of merge two questions together. So you said that it's happening in, like, Libra, Right. So we're we're likely going to feel the effects of it. Does Mercury retrograde affect people differently? Like what if it's happening during another sign? 
So that's a great question. At the end of the day, and this is something else that people may not realize, you know, sometimes you say your sign and they're like, ooh, legal. We have every sign in our birth chart, right? Our birth chart is comprised of 12 houses and each of those houses belong to a sign. So for instance, I have no Libra placements. I'm a cancer, but my 12th house is ruled by Libra because I'm a Scorpio rising. So everybody has Libra located somewhere in their chart. So depending on your birth chart, obviously the logistics, what time you were born, because it gets deep, right? That's where you can see where Mercury is retrograding, which is where the focus and the reflection and the revisiting is going to be taking place. Now, Mercury is, this is the last Mercury retrograde of the year. Woo! Uh, thank God. And it, it's, this is finalizing it, what it started since the beginning of the year, which is the retrograde in the air signs. We had a Mercury retrograde in Aquarius and Gemini, and now we're having it in, in Libra. So those are the three air signs. Last year, I believe we had it in, uh, I think they were in water signs, but that, that goes switching. It's almost like the little reboots, the, 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 the reboots that we're all experiencing as a collective, if you really want to look at it that way. Interesting. How about in men versus women? Does, does Mercury retrograde just if you look stereotypically at gender differences, do you see anything? Or does that even play into it? Well, I kind of, I like that question because if we look at it in terms of like, you know, stereotype, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. So right <laughs> off the bat, you know, I sometimes when my mom and I get to my boyfriend and my dad, we just, we look at each other from like, you guys, it's just like the men versus women tip thing. The way they think is completely different from the way we think, but that's stereotypical. Like you said, I, I don't necessarily feel like it's a huge difference. Granted, it depends on your relationship dynamic. I think that most women are more preoccupied with the fussy details and we can be a little more petty, so to speak, while men are just kind of like, well, I didn't realize. Like, that's kind of like how my dad and, and my boyfriend are sometimes. I didn't even notice that happens. Like, what do you mean? But I guess that really depends on their chart. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, and I, you mentioned the dates earlier. That was one question I had because when you look okay. up, because ever since my experience where I got introduced to Mercury retrograde two to three years ago, after that experience, I put it on my calendar, like for the next, as far as I could go. Um, cause I wanted to know and, but the dates are slightly different based on where you look. I have always gone to the farmer's almanac. That's what my grandfather used for like crops and growing and planting stuff. So I, I feel like that's like a legit source. I, you know, who knows, but where should we go? Because I had that it ended the 17th, which that's a big date. We'll tell you in a, in a second, but, um, you said the 18th. So how do you of know October. the exact dates? Yeah. Of October. So September 27th through October 18th. So where should people uh, go to look for, the, for this information, you say? Yeah. Okay. So great source, astrology.com. I mean, I write, I have my, my daily love horoscopes column there, but there are a bunch of great articles with information and insight for the current astrological transits. You can also check out cafeastrology.com. I still uh, have my cafeastrology.com favored because website, because every year you have all the transit dates. So I kind of have them on standby, like 
let me see where Venus is going to be when I, because Venus is beauty, just to give you an example. Should I do my hair this week? Let's see where Venus is. I mean, you really could go down the rabbit hole in astrology. So it's always nice to have your list handy of where the planets are. And yeah, so astrology.com, Cafe Astrology, and the Farmer's Almanac is fabulous too. I mean, for, for, for the moons, the names of the different moons, like now we're in the season of the harvest. That's like the real McCoy stuff. So I'm with you on Farmer's, okay. uh, farmer's so Almanac. I had a, a calendar from them, I believe. Yeah. So it's natural that they may differ a day or two in the exact one? Depending on the, t- the time zone, right. Okay. Oh, oh, I didn't factor that in. Okay. Well, I mentioned we have a big date on October 17th. Briarly is getting married. Oh my gosh. Is there anything she should be aware of? Or how would you approach that? I have, I actually have a friend that married during Mercury retrograde and she's happily married. You know, it really depends. I, I feel like, so here's, here's how I look at it. If we are revisiting or doing something that we've been doing for many, many years, and it's kind of just, you know, you're going back to take a look at something, that's all right. But if you're doing something completely brand new, if you decided to elope on that day with a stranger and, you know, go to the, 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 the chapel, then we then you're doing something brand new here during Mercury Retrograde. That's a completely different story, right? So we're already yes. working on something. Like I said, you're working on a book that you want to revisit. You have a plan for a diet or a workout routine that you want to go back to. That's all right. You know, if it's brand new, then we want to kind of wait until Mercury is direct. But there's, I mean, maybe, maybe double and triple check your itinerary that day or, you know, it can be little little things. Yeah. Yes. That's all. Okay. Yeah. So I, you've been, you've been talking about how it's a good time to pick up a project or work on something that you hadn't had time for. I'm going to confess that I put it on my calendar more as like, just so I was aware to, and so that I would like, I just have zero expectations. I mean, just like, like just kind of awareness. Hey, Carolyn, stuff can go off the wall here more so than normal, but it sounds like I am looking at it completely wrong. And I know I, from talking to you, it sounds like I'm approaching it totally wrong and I need a whole new approach to it. So the beauty of this is that one, you're very open-minded, like a true Libra. I love that. And and second, yes. it's really, it's the marketing of it. It's the marketing of it, right? There are so many things. And again, everybody has their perspective. Everybody has their perception, which is why for me, there's no wrong answer with the way that you experience or uh, look at a transit or at an energy, because that's how you personally look at it. But you're right. You don't necessarily have to worry. I mean, I'm glad that you're you're being conscious of Mercury retrograde because that's great for new contracts. For if let's say during Mercury retrograde you'd get a huge, super important contract via email, and they said you had no choice but to sign before Mercury went direct. Just to give you an example, that's okay. Nothing's going to happen. However, double, triple check sign it but go back as long as we're conscious that the the planet of communication is not 
at its best. He's kind of taking a chill pill. He's looking at things from a more, uh, I don't know what word I've been looking for this word since we started talking, looking at things, not from a spiritual from, no, it's just from a more internal uh, standpoint of like our past, the way that it affects our current reality. Then you know that he's not working at its full potential. It's not focused on hyper-focused on the facts and on the data like he normally would be. So are there things you can do to use it for your, to your potential or am I overthinking this? Like what are, like what are things that we could do with, with Mercury yeah. retrograde you said? Yeah. Are there things that we could use to use it to our potential? I mean, is there to. Yeah. Like harness it for a personal benefit or a benefit for somebody I'm... else. Okay. Um, I feel, well, I feel like revisiting and this is i'm glad that you asked that because i almost uh, forgot to turn it into this section of the conversation which is that it's retrograding through through libra and it's interesting you guys are the libra energy is beyond right now because you even ask <laughs> for other people what is libra it's the you and i the me versus we so this is important right so a pending conversation let's say would you decide to sweep that under the rug or go back and say Mercury's retrograde in Libra in a justice seeking harmony seeking sign that believes in both sides of the story there's two sides to every story how can I harness this how can I harness this energy going back and having that talk that you initially didn't want to have because you were walking on eggshells or you were too afraid to approach this person you know romantically I feel especially this is going to probably a lot of people are going to either reconnect with people that they were too afraid to confess their feelings to perhaps or hadn't spoken to in a while um and i think journaling is also great uh just because you can also go back and say wow i i was experiencing this during mercury retrograde because by the time mercury stations direct it's going to move fast mercury is very swift life it's it's the busyness it's the chaos it's the day-to-day -day. that's mercury so I think that journaling and really revisiting uh, pending conversations, I'd suggest that. I like that. I like that a lot because it's really, to me, what you've done in, in this conversation is you've really explained actually how Mercury retrograde has a mind and a wellness component to it. That it actually, you know, because we talk so much about mental wellness, like that it actually has the potential to be positive for folks opposed to negative. It's just the 1, lens that you look through it. So and it can also give you, um, oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. If not, I like go off tangent here and it could also give you context on your thought patterns as well. You know, I, I'm not saying that we all sabotage ourselves. Right. But I think that at times humans, our thinking patterns and the way that we assess things and the way that we collect that data, it has a lot to do with our experiences. And I think that Mercury retrograde allows us to say, wait a minute, why am I, like we're doing right now, why am I looking at Mercury retrograde in a negative light? Why am I looking at this in a negative light? Why am I waking up every morning going about my day this way when I could look at things in a completely different perspective? So it's like you check yourself at the same time. Interesting. I probably need to slow down and be more introspective anyway. Because <laughs> we both are. We both are go, 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 go. Yeah. So, all right. Now, 
if you think that this is too deep, you can just say so. But I had a friend ask me, so uh, we, Carolyn and I, you know, let a few people know that we were going to be having a conversation. Don't worry, we didn't name you, so they won't they won't um, seek you out and ask for your one on one advice, unless you want that, of course, which we could do that too. <laughs> but it's okay. she asked me. She said, "Well, what is the purpose of retrograde?" And when Carolyn and I were talking about it, we were kind of like, "Is is there a purpose?" So now I'm going to punt to you. There is, because it takes, and this is getting a little bit technical here, but it takes seven years for Mercury to retrograde through the entire zodiac wheel. And it takes seven years for Uranus, which is the planet of the higher mind. Mercury is a planet of the rational, logical mind. Uranus is the planet of the higher mind which is, you know, where all of that insight from that higher source comes, which that's a whole other conversation. But if you notice Mercury works hand in hand with Uranus, at the end of the day, we are being, we are evolving. We are, we are gathering more data, whether you want to look at it as that spiritual data for our evolution or for our own karmic purposes, for our growth. It's all part of the software update. If that's, if that makes sense, all oh, you guys froze. Oh, no, I see you now. Like the software update within ourselves. Like it's kind of like. Yeah. Okay. And collectively as well. And, and the way that we, cause at the end of the day, even though our universe is massive and you know, it's all infinite and it keeps going energy reflects. It's all the same. If you're, and speaking of wellness and mindfulness, if you are in a healthy place in your life where you feel good in your skin, you're, you have that healthy routine, you have a job that you enjoy, it kind of all reflects onto your reality. You build that relationship with yourself, you're going to have good relationships with other people, right? It, I feel like it's just all the same at the end of the day. It's a mirror. It's a mirror. Wow. Wow. I got to pause on that and think about that. So do I. <laughs> side note while we're kind of thinking through that off the record do you when we kind of start wrapping stuff up do you do you see people do you take one-on-ones or you do more writing and stuff like do you want us to um give your website and and say that you do that or not i my website is is more than fine i i I don't have my shop up anymore because I was getting a little overwhelmed and I had to keep sending like a refund every time. Cause if I had like a writing de- deadline, but what I'm doing now is I have, you know, the email open and I always see it as like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I'm open to taking one-on-ones. I'm just more uh, spontaneous about it. If they email me and I'm available, I'm more than happy to, if not, I kind of wait a little while. So just, Definitely reach out regardless. So we talked a little bit about how this can, you know, be influential when it comes to things like revisiting healthy eating or revisiting a workout. How about with just our general like hormone cycles? Does it have any effect on our hormone cycles? I love these questions because I feel like you guys are reading my mind. I don't necessarily talk about this all the time, but I personally... And I, I think I spoke to it with one of my friends who is also uh, an astrology writer. Whenever Mercury is about to retrograde or is retrograde, I notice it in my uh, menstrual cycle, which 
I've kind of gotten used to it and I've been like, oh, it's Mercury retrograde, but I still don't understand why. Huh. Like, I don't understand why that happens, but it does happen. What happens? Well, yeah, Is that something graphic, that you want to say? What, yeah, yeah, without getting too graphic, or, what happens? I, for instance, it'll be a couple of days late or it'll surprise me, you know, um, and it's TMI, but this is like a woman's, you know, we're, we're all women here and I, and I'll, oh, Mercury retrograde. It's just weird. I almost feel like that step back, that, that rewind. I, I feel like it affects that as well. Maybe it's happening to me because I believe it. I don't know, but it, I've seen it happen. Right. I'm not the only one either, which is weird. Well, I feel like if you have anecdotal, like anecdotal evidence or you know stories from friends that it happens to them too that that always is you know gives you more validation and there is kind yeah. of you know someone did say to me that um you know is mercury retrograde is it more like a um the only phrase i can think to use right now is like a self-fulfilling prophecy is it like because of your awareness is it different for you if you're aware of it versus if you're unaware? It's like, that's like everything. I mean, when somebody tells you, don't think of this, you know, you're going to think about it, you know, or if you I have love that answer, coming, <laughs> if you have something coming up that is like, you're really excited about, it's like, you want to not think about it and just let it happen. But you're just like, oh my God, you know, it's like in the back <laughs> of your head. I think when it comes to, and maybe that's like my perspective, right? when it comes to Mercury retrograde, I do feel like that self-awareness is important because one, get to know yourself, get to know your birth chart, take a closer, like do your research and look at where Mercury is retrograding in your chart. It's the same thing as when you travel and you want to go to this, you know, island paradise, but there's a hurricane coming. It's the same thing in a way. It's not a hurricane, but you don't want to go to an, a paradise island if there's, you know, yeah, a, a, rain, a brainstorm. Uh, it, you kind of it helps you navigate through life in a more, uh, not efficient, but in a just savvier way. It's little tricks. It's little uh, guidance. Yeah. It comes back to what you said at the very beginning. It, it's a, just, a, it's awareness. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, it's like looking at your app and, you know, seeing that there's this really delicious quaint little coffee shop that has delicious lattes. And you're like, oh, well, I'm Mercury's in a retrograde this day. I'm not going to sign that contract. I'm not going to you know, jump head first into something that I'm not sure about because I'm not going to have the clarity that I need. Instead, I'm going to revisit something that I've had pending. And also, if you don't know what you have to revisit or you're not sure, this is a great time to meditate and it will come up. See, I feel like a lot of times, for instance, the, sh the pre-shadow phase, which is right before it retrogrades, which is right now, because Mercury's not even retrograde and we're already experiencing the effects. Things are really fuzzy it's almost like that static where there's like that noise where you're like, there's so much to do, but you know, where do I start? But then Mercury retrogrades and you're like, aha. And then once Mercury goes direct, you, you go gaining different uh, levels of clarity, so to speak. And this is my, again, this is my perception as an astrologer that I've followed retrograde cycles. Um, but you, I'm sure there are different cool ways of looking at it as well, but that's one way for sure. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. 
If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes and be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.